Guys, Valentine's Day is coming up, and if you want to have a little night with your boo, where you both maybe take a little gummy. Yeah, make it extra spicy. Take a high love gummy from Via Hemp Co. and uh, start the festivities. Yeah. But also wrap it up because we have enough Scorpios. <laughs> Wait, is that? Is Wait, that? no. Valentine's Day? No, Capri. Yeah, Scorpios. Two plus nine two. Yeah, it would be Scorpios. Scorpio Sagittarius. Yeah. Yeah. No, but I love Scorpios. But anyways, no, I think that's a great idea, especially if you want to make it like a fun night in. Get you some high love, set the mood, light some candles, get some rose petals, and then just get it on. Okay. Um. (laughs) Yeah, get it on. Put on some good music. And the high love, um, they're red gummies, so it's perfect. Exactly. It's It's like in theme. Yeah. So, and of course, we have a promo code for you. If you go to viahemp.com and use code DTFAM, you will receive 15% off and one free sample on any order. Again, that is viahemp.com. Use code DTFAM to receive 15% off. Welcome back. Double teamed fam. How are we doing today? Today. (laughs) Anyways, guys, can you believe January is almost over? God. Who attempted dry January? Not me. Who had good intentions for dry January? Me. You haven't even drank. Yeah, and I got drunk last weekend (laughs) at 2 p.m. What was that text that you sent? It was with Kimmy and I the other day. What was that? Oh, I had sent a meme. (laughs) And it was something about, like, (laughs) you know... Why does like the world energy feel like we're all smoking cigarette a cigarette out of the out of a small window? And Nikki's response was like, "You don't even smoke." <laughs> yeah, Cammy's never touched a cigarette ever. It is my one never have I ever that always just gets all the homies out. Mine, but is I, I stay strong. Yeah, Cammy's never touched a cigarette. I actually have smoked cigarettes sometimes when I drink or take extra I've never vaped. Okay, let me finish. I vape a lot. <laughs> at festivals, I vape a lot. And sometimes I like to smoke a cigarette every now and then at a festival as well. Or if I'm drinking. But that's very, very rare. Um, however, my never have I ever is that I never have taken a driving test. Yeah. Always Anyways. have one thing on lock, you know. And stick to it for that reason. You could get really dark and be like, never have I ever done heroin. <laughs> and then like really make sure. Yeah, but then the isn't it if is no clean. One, isn't the rule that if no one's done it, then you have to put a finger down? So, like, oh, are I you hanging know. out with a lot of people that do heroin? Like? I don't know. No, I'm not. Uh. Anyways. Okay, guys, we've got a lot to talk about today. So, let's uh, strap in. Strap in and strap on. Strap in uh, and strap on. Frank would say. <laughs> I was like, wait, where did we hear that? It was Frank. I forgot about that. It was, yeah. Anyways, okay, so... <clears throat> Actually, first, before we, Kimmy and I went to what I think is probably the best sex party we've ever been to. Would you agree? Girl, I left at midnight. <laughs> like, <laughs> okay, but like in terms of it like. It was, okay. and But I only, I, I did that for very specific reasons, but it was a very good party. The host, which is a dear friend of ours that we, um, I mean, he's going to listen to the pod anyways. Hi, boo. He anyways. is just an absolute peach. Yeah, of he a is man. a peach. He, we met him at Kinky Rabbit. And I guess he had listened to the pod before he met us. Yes. I guess he listens to the pod. Or he, yeah, he listens and to the pod. And then now uh, we're all friends and he invites us to his dope ass parties. And they are literally amazing. Phenomenal. The consent talk at Phenomenal. the beginning of this party, albeit a little long, um, was <laughs> very good. But like, I remember they they said things that I, I was like, that's a great point. I know. There, there Wouldn't was some, have thought of that in the there moment. There were some things that like actually um, like surprised me. And I was like, oh, wow. Like, I'm really glad they covered this. So, well, okay. Hold on. Before we get too deep into the sex party, I do want to talk about something else that kind of like leading up to the sex party. So we'll, we'll table that for now, but we're going to get back to it because that's pretty much the what the episode is about and um and I've I can't wait to tell you all about this sex party um I did tell Patreon about it did a little story time with them um where are you going what 
I'm waiting to listen to what you're talking about. You're about to talk I about. I told you I wanted to talk about Calvin. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. We've made some strides. We have made some strides. Okay. If any of you have been listening for a while, you know, for the last two years, I was, you know, in love with Mr. Calvin and, oh, I don't like calling him Mr. Calvin. Easter Calvin. <laughs> like, what the fuck is this? Okay. Just I, Calvin. Okay. I was in love with Calvin. We had our little thing for about a year and a half. And then April of last year, I ended it and pretty much spent the rest of the year just like trying to get over him. And like I said in a previous episode, I finally did. But I guess the reason, I mean, the reason that I wanted to bring this up is because, like, I've been reflecting on it a lot lately, and I feel like there's been, like, a lot of really good lessons learned from that. And one of them being that, like, you know, Calvin and I had a great friendship. And I think that's what I loved about it the most is that we were super close. He was very supportive of, like, everything I did. He was there through, like, a lot of really tough things that I went through in that two-year time span, you know, my divorce, my dog dying, like, all the relationships, blah, 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 and, and then the pod, because I met him, like, right after we started the pod, so, and he was always just, like, such a big supporter, such a big believer of it and everything, and so, like, we had just a very strong friendship, but there were things about him that, like, you know, didn't check the boxes for me. For example, every single time I asked him to go to a sex party, his answer was no, um he never went down on me which should have been a huge red flag um (laughs) now that I think about it and on top of that like you know there were just some things that maybe weren't like totally aligned in our lives in in terms of like what we want long term because and I think it's okay just to say it's okay that he didn't want to attend sex parties but like for you that's an important thing so you just like wanted him to give it a chance even Oh, 100%. Yeah. Thank you for that, because I think that's actually a really good way to, or a really good clarifier there. Um, also, make sure your mic is close enough, because when... Yeah, it is. You were a little low there. Okay, okay. well, now you're peaking. Anyways, so thank you for that. I agree, 100%. But for me, I love sex parties, and I love going and attending and, like, just being in the environment. Even if I'm not necessarily playing with people, like, I, I do love the environment of them. And the community, like, we have so many friends. I was going to say, we end up playing at, like, what, maybe half, if that. Yeah. 40% of the play parties we go to. Yeah, probably. But um, but they're important to us, and, like, all of our friends are there. You know, we have, like, yeah. a big community of friends. Anyways. It's nice just to see them. Yeah. So I was finally able to kind of, like, really let go of Calvin and move on. And then two weeks later, I meet this guy at a concert who I just fall head over heels for. Yeah, Nick Eats. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyways, he's really uh, no, We don't f- call it that because apparently before, if it's before a month, then it's anxious attachment style. No. Okay, that's okay. If you say I love you before a month, that's anxious attachment style. But that's I think true. You, if you're saying you're falling in love with someone in the beginning, I think that's totally valid. Whatever. Noted. Anyways. So I meet this guy and we hit it off and, you know, we start kind of seeing each other and I invite him to the sex party. Immediately he is down, says yes. And we have a great talk. Like he even initiated like, you know, like, what are you thinking? What do you have in mind? What are some boundaries? Da, da, da. And um, he does eat my pussy out. Phenomenally, might I add. And like he makes me feel beautiful. He compliments me, like all the things. And I guess like I was just thinking about it recently and I'm like, I... Like, I really held on to Calvin for a long time, and I had my reasons, and I'm not going to shame myself for taking the time that I did. However, like, meeting this guy served as, like, a reminder that I'm, you know, like, if you are able to let go, and I know it's easier said than done, because it truly is, like, trust that there really is more coming, and trust that, like, you know, if you fell out of alignment with someone, like, you're going to fall into alignment with someone else. Obviously, this new connection is still very new. I'm exploring it, seeing how it goes. But, like, it really served as a reminder that, like, there's more coming. It, you know, like, if, if it's time to move on from someone else, like, trust that the universe will deliver um, afterwards. So that was the first lesson. And then the second lesson that I was kind of reflecting on is, you know, I'm exploring a new connection. And that is fucking terrifying. And love is terrifying and and I just remember like when I first met this guy like in the beginning he was like super hot and cold 
and that made me kind of like okay well I don't want to do this again because like Calvin was hot and cold and like so were many of the other guys that I dated <clears throat> and so was for- it just hot and cold in your perception to your standard possibly which there's nothing wrong with that no but you're right I mean to someone else's perception they're like I was giving everything I had like yeah (laughs) you never know and that's I think that's a good thing to keep in mind as well but anyways and so I was like immediately like afraid of you know pouring into someone again because like I poured and poured into Calvin and you know that was never really reciprocated and I was like, okay, well, I don't want to like really pour into something else when like, I don't know how it's going to turn out. And then I, that had me thinking, I'm like, well, I don't want to operate out of fear. And like, I remembered, I was like, I survived my divorce and I survived Calvin. I've survived all my breakups. And like, I poured into all of those relationships. So it kind of gave me like the courage to dive in as much as I want to, you know, without the fear of like, well, what if it doesn't work out, blah, 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 blah. So those two lessons that I kind of took away from that relationship, I think have served me really well. And like I said, every single time I get scared, I just remember I survived every loss. I'll be fine. So might as well just enjoy the experience, explore it the way I want to explore it, show up as myself authentically and give it, you know, like what I want to give it. So, and I'm glad you're doing that. So, yeah. I also, I don't know why that reminds me when I, we have a friend at the dog park and he's like 50, <clears throat> 51. He's like the closest thing we have to a father, I would say. (laughs) (laughs) He gives Cammie and I both guy advice. And I remember when I was first telling him about this guy that I met. And I was kind of explaining that whole thing, what I was going through just now. I was like, well, you know, like it's kind of hot and cold. I don't know if I want to like dive in, but like I do, you know, it's, but it it, like makes me scared. And he was like, he said something so profound that I loved. He was like, well, don't you want to show them like everything that your love has to offer? And I was like, (laughs) I guess <laughs> <laughs> but also I thought that was so cute and he was like he was like what he's like what what else do you have to do like either either like you you dive in or like what you just hold back and then like it you know whatever like so I thought that was really that was a really cute quote no that is I think you know especially when it comes to like new connections and meeting someone that you get like really excited about I feel like we all go into that place of fear. Well, I yeah. mean, speaking for most of us, I don't know about you guys. No, but, I do. You know, I do. Yeah. You go into that, I don't know if, you know, whether you have like abandonment issues or whatever, like you end up fearing like, okay, well, like I really like this person. Like what if I give it my all and it just like, you know, blows up in my face or whatever. And then it's like that quote from Claire, remember? When it's, it's like one of our first OG episodes. I'm pretty sure it's like it's within the first 10 episodes, um, you know, where it's like Claire was basically saying, you know, love is messy. Love is, you know, it's vulnerable and it's scary. And it's like, but that's the whole point. Yeah. Like, let it get messy. Let it get vulnerable. That's how you break down the barriers. That's how you're going to find like what you are looking for and, you know. And you always, and like, and if it doesn't work out, then, and I know the pain sucks because it really does. Like, you know, letting go of Calvin was a really hard, long process. Letting go of my marriage was a really long and hard process. But like, I look back and I'm like, I'm happy on the other side. And there's always happiness on the other side. Yeah. And there's there's always going to be another side. Yeah. And there's, and there's more clarity. There's more like understanding. There's a lot more grace. I mean, don't get me wrong. I definitely think to the times where like, I used to be like super secure attachment, not avoidant attachment like I am now. (laughs) And, and I used to be like so much more, like I used to show up in relationships so much differently because I had a much more secure attachment style. And so, yeah, sometimes I miss that version of myself. And I think like, oh, you know, this new version of me. Yeah, like, but you were secure because it took you time to get there. And then you got there with a partner. No, you're right. And that's, and, and I'm sure I'll get there again someday. But what, what I was saying was, is that like, you know, sometimes it sucks like when you pick up these traumas and you're like, well, now I've got to like learn how to operate with them or like learn how to get through them and work through them, blah, 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 blah. But then like when you do that and when you do that work, it does give you a lot more like clarity and even like just like, 
um, grace for yourself, which is really nice, and like self-forgiveness, all of that. I didn't realize how many triggers I had because of my ex-fiance until after and after dating Mike. Because, I mean, when I... Same. When I met Mike, like, I was completely broken. And I didn't actually start the healing process until about a year in into his and I's relationship. And then I started doing all the work. And then, like, nowadays, especially, like, after having dated Mike, after having dated Cody, and then just, like, being single, I, like, you know, maybe I'll go on a date with someone or something. And, like, I realize I'm like, oh, that's a trigger. Like, for example, like, I can't, you know, and this is very, very specific to my ex, but, like, I can't date someone that drinks really heavily because mm, your ex did yeah because my ex-fiance was an alcoholic and like for me like that's eh, about I'm borderline but yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. oh no yeah you're right you're right mm. yeah <laughs> did he you know drunkenly wake up at 2 a.m and pee all over my closet in my shoes not realize that he was drunk woke up after i like s- shook him awake and then tried to leave in the middle of the night because he was drunk. Yeah. So. Yeah. No, you're right. Yeah, no, I had an alcoholic ex. So, anyways, so it's like things like that when it's like, you know, <laughs> after after some <laughs> preliminary relationships, and then you go into other ones and you're like, okay, that's a trigger. <laughs> yeah, 100%. That's so And funny. I've definitely been uh, facing some of my triggers again as I've been exploring this new connection. Like so, what? I don't know. I mean, there have definitely been a couple. Okay. I don't know if I want to. You want to air them out right now? Yeah, We're supposed to be talking about sex parties, and here oh, I'm like, fine. <laughs> "We're all fucking traumatized." Yeah. <laughs> I can't we look are, at a man if we he are. smokes weed. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I can't. We are. But you know, I guess, kind of going back to what I was saying about like it makes you a lot more forgiving, and especially if you work through them and you can become really self-aware. Like this guy and I, we were having a discussion, and he was saying, you know, that like. He is also healing from previous relationships and like he doesn't always know if he can show up as his best self. And I was like, I don't want like perfection. I'm not looking for perfection. I want But you're trying to be perfect for him. Okay, shut up, Camilla. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Anyways, I like I want someone that can show me all of them. Their best, their worst, the boring, the exciting, the in between, everything, because I want to see like the entirety of what I'm getting myself into and I want to show the entirety of that person like love and you know grace and forgiveness and you know nurturing like all of that because I just I think at its core like that that's what love is like I saw the best and the worst of my ex-husband yeah Calvin showed me arguably (laughs) most of his worst and I was still like come here (laughs) you know so it's like and I want someone to give me the same too like I want someone that sees you know the days where I'm probably overthinking and batshit crazy batshit crazy and whatever and it's still like you know what come here let me give you a hug I'm still here that's what I was actually telling someone that I really care about recently um you know it's like show me your demons I want to get to know them yeah you know, and I'm at a place where it's like, I feel like I'm ready for a relationship where it's like, you know, and that's one thing that I loved about like, you know, being with Mike is like, yeah, it was very, very toxic at many, many points. But like deep down, like there was a lot of care there. And I saw his demons and I still loved him. And you know what? I will say this. I wasn't always the biggest fan of Mike, but um, something I should have probably given him a lot more credit for is that he saw your demons too. He did. And he still showed up for you. And, like, I think that is love. love no, is, and I think yeah, that's... Like, love is not, you know, you see the best of them and you're like, oh, my God, that's great. I want to love them. No. Love is you see them at their worst and you're like, I'm still here. And I, you know, because I've been reflecting. I ran into Mike a lot recently. Like, I ran into him at John Summit. I saw him, uh, what was it, not that long after. Like, I, I saw him. He didn't see me. Um, and then you know, not that long ago, maybe about a week or a week ago, um, I called him because I was actually like emotionally at a very low point. I was going through something with someone that I really like, um, you know, but 
this guy and I like I I see some of the repeating patterns in the same of like what Mike and I had mm-hmm. and so I called Mike and I was telling him about this guy and like how much I care about him and stuff but like how how I see certain patterns from like that mimic the same ones that Mike and I had and Mike and I had a great conversation about that and it was just really nice to like I mean at the end of the day even though you know we're broken up we've been broken up for a year there is still so much care there between him and I and to be able to like have that with him that was really was really nice and also just like you know it helped to remind me like you know there were the bad parts of our relationship but also like there were good parts of it there were deep feelings that were honest and true um and it was just it's funny because I had a very similar experience I was at a really low point not that long ago yeah and mid-december to mid-january trash okay no no not trash not trash for me yes okay no because i that was mentally i was for me it was very up and down it was very up and down but the there were really high highs really low lows um it doesn't help that we went on a three-day bender so but i will say this we recovered i had a similar experience where like i was kind of at a low point and I called my ex-husband and and I just I was trying to figure out who you were on the phone with oh yeah it was him and and I remember I was I always do it in private because like I know like I want to have the conversation in private Nicole just always does it in front of me and I'm just like okay you were downstairs and I was up here you know I'm always like anyway I was just reflecting on how safe he had made me feel during our entire marriage and like I think that's what I value the most about our relationship was just like you know I could show him my worst and I knew he would still be there for me and and I was just like crying on the phone to him that I was like so afraid that like no one would ever make me feel safe again and I get it yeah like that was very probably very dramatic but like it was a very real emotion and I just remember he sat there traumatic or dramatic I think you meant dramatic I said dramatic it sounded like you said traumatic oh no dramatic dramatic it was a little bit dramatic however it was it was that's what I was feeling okay I'm gonna honor that I'm not gonna shame myself for it and and he just sat there and he told me he was like you're one of the strongest people i know he was like you're gonna find love again you're gonna find someone that makes me you feel safe again like you know you you put yourself out there and blah 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 and like all these nice things and it just kind of like gave me you know some of the reassurance that i needed but it was also a great reminder that like you know him and i do still have a great friendship and you know and he even said Kind of like what I was saying earlier about, you know, how I survived my divorce and, you know, survived all my other losses or whatever. You know, he was like, look, you're still just as happy. You you have love. You have friends. Like, you're, you're still doing great. He was like, what are you worried about? And I was like, you're right. Oh, I know. I was having that same discussion with my therapist. She was like, you know, because I, there I was complaining about, you know, my love life and about the specific person and... My, my therapist was like, well, you know, like, remember, like, you know, sure, maybe you don't have this thing in a romantic setting right now, but you do have love from your, you know, your rave family, your chosen family. You do have love from your friends. You have this from this, you know, these people or this from this person. Like, you know, you have those things. So don't stay in the mindset that you don't because mm-hmm. then you're just going to dwell on it. Yeah. So. Anyways. I feel like we're sidetracked. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, we don't need to talk about our problems. <laughs> it, it's just been a lot of reflecting, and I'm very proud of where I've gotten recently in terms of my, like, mental state, how I'm, like, handling this new connection, and also how I've, like, processed the ending of a, you know, almost two-year-long connection. So, I've, I'm proud of me. So, way, way to go, me. I know how to process my shit. I know what I need to do. I like have gotten to a place where when I'm feeling down, I know what I need to get myself back up. And like, I know that I don't always need to be so self-reliant and I, and it's okay to lean on other people. But like, I am very proud that I am someone that knows my needs and how to take care of them. We have hugged more in the past month. We have hugged more. You're right. Yeah. And Cammy and I don't hug a lot, guys. No. no. Anyways, okay. You no, know, so but and I will and I will say to that, like, you know, especially with you and this new connection, I hope it goes really well because I'm a huge fan. And um I'm wishing you the best in that. And I think, you know, because like for me, for example, this whatever I'm going through right now, I feel like I got to the point where like I almost lost 
all my defenses Uh, where it's like I forgot how to take care of myself I forgot how to process my shit I forgot what I do when I need to like feel safe within my body and like thankfully I have therapy for that and that helps but like you know for a minute there it's like I forgot everything and it's like that's okay too you know you'll find your way back and I did and I think you know like last weekend I went to San Diego uh just because like (laughs) I need to get out of this apartment and um so I went to see my rave fam and they just they are such a safe space for me and they hold me so well and I just remember you know I was like one of them they're like oh so you know (laughs) you just came to us to escape your problems and I was like yeah because y'all are a safe space for me and I know that if I am around you guys I'm gonna be happy and I'm gonna feel good about myself I'm gonna feel safe and supported and loved so that's what I did when I was going through my divorce. I went to San Diego a few times when I needed to. I fucking went to Hawaii on a whim mm-hmm. when I to go see our friend that lived in Hawaii at the time from the rave fam. It's nice to have the people there that like you know you can count on when you need to just run away and get a hug. Mm-hmm. But don't lean so much into escapism and remember to face your shit. I forgot that for a moment and <laughs> going to Vegas this weekend. <laughs> to yeah, really Cammy's, wrap that up. Cammy's leaving me again and I need it. I know, but I don't want to have another sleep paralysis episode. Anyways, let's talk about this sex party because it was so fucking fun. Oh, my God. Wait, should I do my spiel about it first? Oh, uh, your review? No, just sprinkle it in as I'm telling mine. But I, it's, a, it's, a, it's a big thing. I wanted to talk about it. What's a big? What I did with? Uh, um, uh, okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay, so. We went to this sex party, right? It's fucking dope. We love the guy that throws them. We love the... Okay, and it's very hard to find male hosts that make you feel safe, and he certainly does this. Yeah, because we've been to other parties hosted by single... Well, eh, not single men, but you know what I mean, but hosted by men, where it's like, eh. I feel like the, the, the men that do throw parties that we go to, like, they're good. There have been a we, few that we've been... Early days, early early days. days. Okay, that's yeah, fine. Anyways. But for the most part, now we've curated the ones we like to go to. Anyways, and the house so. is great. The house is beautiful. And the crowd. Like, it is was great. great. Yeah, crowd was hot as fuck, and it was great that like you know all of our friends are there. But anyway, so I go, and I'm going through this thing with this guy that I really like, and um, I didn't really want to play with men because of how I feel about him. My libido is a little monogamous right now. Like, still? We'll talk about that later. Anyways, so, at least, you know. So, I'm at this party. I don't want to fuck any dudes. But I knew the girl, the first girl that I played with, the first girl that went down on me, V, she was going to be at this party. And I know that she loves to use her strap-on at parties. So... I messaged her and I was like, hey, are you going to be there with your strap on? And um, she was like, yeah, absolutely. I was like, great. Like, can you fuck me with it? And she was like, oh, my God, say less. So I was like super excited. So I get there. I'm just mingling with everybody because like the first hour and a half was just mingling. And then they do the consent talk. And then after that, like I went into the hot tub by myself because I just really wanted to be in the fucking hot tub. And I just chilled out there for a minute. And then I went back in and I noticed that V and her other friend, um, let's call her Jay, um, both of them had their strap-ons on. So I was like, can y'all fuck me? Um, so we went upstairs. We went kind of, they, they asked me some like great questions and like, you know, because I've never done it before. So I told them, I was like, go like, you know, go slow. Like I need to, you know. I want to see like how I'm feeling with this and yeah 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 so anyways and then we go into a bedroom and they start playing with me and I first FFF if you will kind of you know mm-hmm. if you think yeah, about it FFF, sure yeah have you done that yeah okay 
It was like my first uh-huh. FFF ever. I was like, oh my God, it was so fucking hot. Okay. First of all, these chicks are fucking smoke shows. And the whole time they're like commenting on my body. They're like, oh, you're so beautiful. You're so hot. You're so tight, blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, have y'all seen yourselves? Because like, I'm just like looking up, you know, cause I was like, <clears throat> I was laying down and V was, you know, on top and just like, oh, her boobs are perfect. Anyways, and she was just fucking me with her dildo. And I was just like, I was like, this, this is phenomenal. I was like, I fucking love this. And then Jay was like, just making out with me. We're each like making out with each other's boobs, blah, blah, blah. Um, And then we switched. And then it was Jay fucking me. And it was me and V just like making out whatever. And then afterwards, like we were all just like talking about it and you know, they were super nice and complimentary and I was thanking them for the experience. And I just want to say like, I, you know, they were so supportive. They were so nice. The experience was so fun and 10 out of 10, I would definitely do it again. And I feel like, and I feel like the more that I'm exploring women, the more like, I don't know. No, I don't want to say, but the more that I like want to do it more yeah you know once you open that pandora's box (laughs) i don't know man (laughs) i know it's hard to go back well it's like now i feel like i'm a little bit more like open to exploring women more um and like i find myself like occasionally kind of like craving it a little bit more and i'm like okay so now maybe i'm like am i moving more towards the the bisexual spectrum am i like i don't know but either way it was an experience that I absolutely loved. And after that, like, I just, I walked around a little bit, um, talked to some really good friends. Um, and then I was going to do this. There was, there were these two people that have, um, like a sex toy shop, but it's like based on sensation toys, like just sensation. And, there was they there was this little corner where there was like a little mattress set up with like some furry blankets and like all of the the sensation toys and it was like a no sex zone it was like you go there and they just like mm-hmm. they just do the sensation so touch and I was in line to do that because there was a long fucking line and I never got to mm. but I know then, I never went to I never went to that section either. But I left at midnight. I came back. I passed the fuck out on the couch until like 2 a.m. I woke up. I called the dude that I liked hoping he'd answer. But he was like across the world. So he didn't. And then I went to bed. Well, I'm glad you had a great night. Thank you. And we'll talk about the. We'll talk about that offline. Got it. I still just don't understand it. But you know, whatever. I digress. Anyway. No, that's fine. You don't have to understand my choices of who I like. You're absolutely right. I do not. I do not. But sometimes I did. I did understand your obsession with Calvin for a long time. Why? 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 Okay. Yeah, Nicole. Sure, he's hot, but I. I never thought he was actually giving you what you wanted. Like I said, we had a very strong friendship, and yeah. that, and I, and, I and recognize that's fine, that, like, Nicole. But I didn't see it. And that's, that's what, what I'm saying. saying. Like you don't see what I'm experiencing and I didn't see what you were experiencing no I think that's very fair you're absolutely right because yeah when it was just Calvin and I hanging out like we did have a very deep friendship and I I understand that I'm probably the only person that saw that and there there was also just kind of like this like intimacy that we had that was like not sexual whatsoever but like that intimacy was like really great you know like and I don't think I have to understand that you know I think you know we all perceive things differently perception is huge like let's remember that perception is yeah actually I we could do a whole episode on perception but we're not gonna get it yeah because what you perceive as something someone can perceive as something else Mm -hmm. and that's how you get your fucking heart broken anyways and that's why communication is important anyways okay so I brought this um new connection to this sex party and like I said, I was very happy that like when I initially brought it up to, or when whenever we both RSVP'd for it, he was like, hey, so what do you have in mind? Like, let's discuss. And I told him I was like, I would like it if we played together only um, and then just kind of see where it goes from there, you know, and explore whatever, but like mainly together. And I was really pleasantly surprised when he was like, that's what I had in mind, too. I want it to always be like you and I and then whatever, you know person comes in yeah whatever person or people come in like that's in addition to it 
so i was happy about that because to be honest when i first invited him i was like well shit i don't know like if you just want to does he just want to get in there and like go ham but it's like i wasn't ready for that by any means so i wouldn't have been either yeah if i take someone that i'm like in love with to a sex party you best but my jealousy is so bad it I turns w- into anger it's not productive <laughs> i mean and, and that was like a very real thing that i was like asking myself i'm like am i gonna get jealous all those things because like yeah i have feelings for this person and so i had to prepare somewhat and do some of that work on my own before you know going in and i think for the most part i did pretty good actually also the host sent me he has this like questionnaire that he uses partners before and after play parties if it's like something that like they, he hasn't done with that partner before mm-hmm. and might i add that questionnaire is fucking dope i mean it it covers like a lot of the things that i've already kind of like had in my mind but like the way he has it organized and everything i was like this guy fucks in a healthy way so you just we love shout him. out to our friend N. we'll call him N. yeah i don't know what, yeah but it's just i for a man to like do that to like take that initiative and be like you know what let's have a healthy conversation before and after this new experience where you know it's hard the emotions. pregame and the after yeah exactly like before this experience that's surely you know bound to like bring up some tough emotions like let's discuss in this organized way up <gasps> my heart you know like that's I think that's great so anyways so we had some discussions and then um night before the play party what do we do I stayed up super late oh we went to our friends going away party and then who's oh we yeah you and I did and we were up till like 2 a.m and then my date oh my god and then I had to fucking drive back I was so I know. Anyways, my date was up to like 5 a.m. the night before. And so like whenever we met up before the sex party to because we were going to his friend's other thing. When we met up for that, we were both like at a really like low energy point. (laughs) Oh, I stayed home and napped. That's what I did. Yeah. Well, we didn't. I got home. I had to drive from San Diego, got home, took like a four hour nap, woke up and then started getting ready. Yeah. Well, we pounded some. He had a Red Bull. I had a margarita, which helped. And then we came home, got ready, and just, like, immediately went there. Who are you? You're drinking? I wouldn't say that I'm drinking. <laughs> I just... <laughs> it's fine. You can't always do... I think ex- the occasional drink is nice. Yeah, you can't always do extracurriculars. You know. Hey, DT fam, you know how important STD testing is and how often we discuss it on our show, which is why I'm super stoked to be working with stdcheck.com. So whether you are with a new partner or you just want to stay on top of your sexual health, maybe you have multiple partners or maybe you went to a sex party and forgot to use a condom, whatever it is, it is super important for you to be maintaining your sexual health and that obviously includes STD testing. So stdcheck.com is the leader in reliable and affordable lab-based std testing i've done this many times so i'm definitely a big fan of this basically you order your test online and then go right to one of their certified labs get your testing done no doctor visit is required and then you do get your results emailed to you in about two days What I love about stdcheck.com obviously is it offers confidential and convenient STD testing. This is how I typically do my testing, especially when I want to do a full, full panel. So with multiple online payment options, it's super easy to set up and also you just have that peace of mind. If you're looking for a super convenient way to go get tested, head on to stdcheck.com. And right now, stdcheck.com is offering our listeners $10 off your order. So go to doubleteamedfam.com. Of course, we'll have that linked in the episode description. Click on stdcheck and use code DTF to get $10 off your next STI test. That's doubleteamedfam.com. Click on stdcheck and use code DTF to go get tested and this is just a great way to support our show while you're taking care of your sexual health so thank you guys go get tested so oh yeah drinks for you so we get to this party half my friends are there um 
and it's so it's really great to like be able to like introduce him to people that like i've known for a long time and that i care about and that are very much like in the space that i'm in you know because they're mostly like swingers and non-monogamous blah blah blah. um oh i will say this my previous play partner who i was hooking up with for some time was also there and we we kind of had to have a discussion before that because like when i started seeing this guy i told him i was like hey you know just letting you know about this connection and that's when he was like oh I have some feelings so on my end I don't really want to continue and I was like that's totally fine but like I knew he was going to be at the party so like we had a whole discussion about it and that was really good and healthy and like you know even if something is just kind of a more like platonic or casual connection it's always good to like have those discussions and see how they're feeling and anyways it was really nice to be able to introduce him to like my friends and like my community and all of that and like he did really well and of course everyone thought he was super hot because he is and um anyways but i will tell you all about this one part of the evening so when we were doing the consent talk i was like standing right in front of him and i didn't see this but i guess there was like a girl behind him who i know from other sex parties i've seen her before i haven't really talked to her a whole lot and she's married she has a husband who i think is super hot and have I have always been interested in like playing with him anyways I guess she had like tapped my date on the shoulder and she was like hey can we talk after this and he was like yeah sure whatever and then the consent talk continued whatever after the consent talk we went into like this room to like kind of change out of our clothes and you know get ready to head upstairs and start fucking and so you know him and I are in there changing out of our clothes and she just like barges in and she is just like who are you here with you know blah, blah blah like asking him all these questions and he's like well I'm here with my partner Nicole and which I thought was really nice and but like immediately she was like how long have you guys been together what are you what do you do like what are your boundaries what are your rules da, da, da. and I mean like she, just calm down for a fucking minute and let them change like <laughs> just one second ask a question wait and I'll it kind of put us in a weird spot too because she was like are you boyfriend and girlfriend and we're like ah <laughs> Because yeah, exactly. Like, it's like, I get the enthusiasm, but like, I'm sorry. The, I would have been so thing. ticked the fuck off if someone just immediately like, boom. Like, I get it. Communication. Great. I'm so glad that you're on top of your shit. But at the same time, like, read the fucking room. It's their first time. Like, read the room. Sorry. I'm pissed for you. No, I, and I wasn't upset. I, was I just, am. <laughs> I was just thrown off and I was like kind of caught off guard and she's asking all these questions that I'm like, uh, you know, I'm like, I don't know how to answer that. No, we're not boyfriend and girlfriend, but like, you know, what are we? <laughs> and so it's like, it, it, it just kind of put me in a tough spot and then he had to go pee. So he went to go pee and then. Um, what did she follow him into the bathroom and ask what his dick size was? I'm surprised. <laughs> how long is it? How, what's the girth? Like anyways, <laughs> but just like, and this is where, you know, here is an opportunity for a lesson learned. A, when you're at a play party, if you're approaching a couple in hetero, have some tact Camilla, for the love of God, stop interrupting me. Yes. Have some tact. But if you're approaching a couple, especially in a hetero situation, I can't speak for, you know, other situations totally, but in a hetero situation, if you are a female approaching a couple, approach the female. Yeah. If you are a male approaching a couple, approach approach the the male. male. Doesn't matter who you want to play with or who you don't want to play with, approach your gender because you want to show respect. And like for me, guys, I have been a unicorn for a long ass time. Okay. And a good unicorn at that. Everyone always talks about how respectful I am, how much I aim to uphold the existing relationship because that is important and because you ultimately want to make people feel safe. So like when and she, that bitch did not make you feel safe. That's, yeah, exactly. When she came barging at me with all those questions, like I did not feel safe. If anything, I was like, whoa, hold on there. Like imagine if I had gone up to her husband, completely ignored her and was like, how long have y'all been married? Happily? Or can we hook up? Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? You know what I mean? And I want to give her the benefit of the doubt. Like, I think she's a good person. I don't think she meant it that way. Maybe she was just a little inebriated. Maybe she was just a little bit, like, really excited. But I remember at one point she was looking at him. She's like, what a fine specimen. And I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah, the way she was, like, eyeing him, like, fucking What candy. the fuck? Did she want a magnifying glass? I get it. I get it. He's hot. However, let's be a little respectful and just, you know, take a chill pill and approach things respectfully and nicely and... Yes, with some tact. But that kind of caught me off guard. Luckily, I think by the time, like, he came out of the bathroom, 
I don't know where she had gone. Her and I didn't really necessarily talk after that. Cause Why? I, she didn't talk to you? Well, uh, surprise, surprise. No. She didn't want to ask more questions. <laughs> no, no. I, I answered like... Two, <laughs> I'm shocked. <laughs> I answered like two of her questions and then I went to go like put something over by my phone or something. I don't know. Okay, and then the thirst and needed to be quenched. Yeah, and I don't know where she went after that. But like the thing is, is that like had she been like, hey, you know, like come to me, maybe like ask what we were doing that night, like in terms of playing. Like, well, not even that. She could have just gotten to know you because it's like yeah. you know her from the group, but it's not like. I know. I was like, I've been to like your house you know like, very well. It's yeah. like she could have been like, hey, you know, how's the party for you so far? You know, agreed. Yeah. But just I. Just something. I. Anyways, like I said, I want to give her the benefit of the doubt, but I would have been way down to like swap with her and her husband, you know, and like all have fun together. But like as soon as that whole approach came to be, I was like just immediately kind of like, nah, eh, 86, no. that side quest. Anyways, so that was an interesting start to the night. And we didn't we didn't play with them. Like I said, it just I didn't feel safe, safe. Like I just, or I didn't want to. And I was like, eh, I'm, I'm not going to pursue that. Like, I get it. She probably really wanted to hook up with him, but I, A, we were playing together. So it's like, now I didn't want to hook up with her. But again, just remember guys, when you're approaching a couple, remember to be respectful and remember to um, be patient and just, and relaxed. Maybe, maybe she was on, maybe she was just a little, you know, I don't know. And I understand being forward. I think, you know, being I, forward is hot, you know, to a certain degree. To because, a certain degree, yeah. Because you want to be forward in a respectful way. You don't want to be forward in a I, I mean, extremely forward way. Like, just. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't want to come off so strong that it's like a little bit of a turn off. Yeah. Anyway, so after that, we went upstairs. And, and we're Libras. So it's like. Yeah. For a Libra, if you come onto a Libra too strong, immediate ick. Yeah. Anyways, so him and I headed upstairs after that, and at first we just, like, played together, him and I, and then at one point, two of my friends that I've hooked up with before came up, and they started hooking up, or we all started hooking up together, and it was really fun, and my date, um, he kissed the guy from the other um, couple, because it was the four of us. Anyways, and I was so surprised, and he was too. And it was so hot to watch. And he was, and I just remember afterwards I asked him about it and he was like, well, I just felt comfortable in the moment. I decided to try it. Why not? He was like, doesn't really feel any different or like change anything. But like, I thought it was a fine experience. And they do be like that sometimes. Yeah. And then pretty much the rest of the time we just like, we played with another couple. We hooked up him and I together a lot. At one point we were like downstairs and we were like on the couch which is kind of like in the middle of the room and it was like the two of us and he like made me come really hard and like a bunch of people were watching and you know that's always fun when you know you get to be a little bit of an exhibitionist um and and it was fun but like honestly my favorite parts of the night like a when we hooked up in the hot tub that was hot and he like went down on me underwater which i thought was really cool how i know because he he used to uh, be a swimmer so like he knows how to hold his breath yeah and he was like going out <laughs> on me and i was like well damn dude oh jesus it was hot oh you should tell that other hot tub story which other hot tub story the ass one. Oh, oh my god this is hilarious okay so him and i are in the hot tub and we're just like talking chatting whatever and like from the hot tub if you look into the house because like it's got like big floor-to-ceiling uh doors that are like glass and you can, you can like, see into the living room. You can see into the living room from the hot tub. So him and I were just like at the edge of the hot tub, like looking into the into the living room. And we were just kind of like looking at everyone. And I just remember I saw this girl and I was like, wow, she has a great ass. And I was like, that's Camilla. <laughs> and then he was like, wow, I was actually just thinking the exact same thing. And we were laughing our asses off at that. When you told me that the next day, I was laughing so hard. And it's just, I mean, we have great asses. We do. What can we say? Oh, Jesus. That was so dramatic. Anyways, but it was, that was, that was probably one of the funniest parts of the night. But what I I was going to say was that like, even though we had great sex and it was really hot to like hook up with other people and, you know, try all these things, we played with the Hitachi wand. I came so fucking hard. I hate, those are so. I know, but you know how nice it is? The host put out like, had to have been like eight Hitachi wands all over the place. So in the main room, um, in the rooms upstairs. 
there were a couple there were there were a lot scattered about and I thought that was phenomenal because who doesn't love a good Hadashi one but anyways I walked into like the main bedroom once saw that there was not um like and this bed is probably oh like, yeah the bed in the main room bigger than our living room and oh it is yeah it, it was covered in people and I was like I'm not getting how long there. do you think that bed is <clears throat> 20 30 feet I don't know you should ask him it's it, it's like three or four king size beds put together. No, no, it's not king size. There's like the Kentucky King or Wyoming King or something like that. Kentucky. Oh, no. <laughs> I don't know. Why do all the states like there's the California King, the Kentucky King, the no, Wyoming? There is like, a Kentucky King. I, I didn't guess know that. so. But I'm like, why are they no, all no, named after it, states? I think it was a Wyoming King. Whatever it well, was. Well, who the fuck is in Wyoming with that big of a bed? The ranchers with a lot of money. Do you know how cheap it is to live there? <laughs> like. I thought maybe it'd be like, you know, like the Utah king would make a lot more sense. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just saying it, this is a big ass bed. Anyways, yeah, there was no room in that bed. Anyways, even though we had a lot of great sex and like enjoyed everything, we would like go into the bathroom, him and I together and like we pee together and like those we, are my favorite moments. Use mouthwash together. I remember those were my favorite moments because like, it's they, the intimacy. They felt so intimate and so comfortable. And like, you know, I like that. W- those are the moments that like I remember the most. At one point we showered together in one of the showers because <laughs> we got really disgusting. And so we were like, you know how we should shower. So we did. And like, you know, we, I was in there like soaping him off and then he was soaping me off. And like that was just such like a sweet, like endearing moment. It was it was a lot of fun. So overall, our first party together was great. Um, I definitely hope to go to another one with him. And actually, I mean, we've been invited to one other one coming up. Mm-hmm. So and I told him about that one already. Um, but yeah, like like for me, I love sex parties and that is a huge part of my life. And I do want a partner that like is able to, you know, hang and go to one and like I have a great time with and like you know after that night him and I at least for me like it checked that box because I was like this is someone that I had a lot of fun with I felt very safe with he made me feel safe in it in the party you know and so it was it was really good I love that and to the host kudos for throwing probably one of the best sex parties Los Angeles has ever seen you killed it him and his team you know he has help from three other people they killed yeah, it they killed i love it. them i know <laughs> they're all they're just such a great group yeah they are and i like oh you know i even though i didn't do much i still just had such a phenomenal time so it was hot as fuck it was hot and i'm trying to think what happened after the party the next day i don't know but i have to pee i think we still went home and fucked some more the next morning yeah, because you locked the fucking cats in your room, and then I had to go try to get the cat out so I could feed it, and y'all were still having sex, and I was just like, oh, God, I didn't want to hear that. <laughs> I was, like, trying to open the door so Marie could get out, and I could feed her. Is that who opened the door? I thought yeah. it was the cat that opened <clears throat> the door. I'm sorry. <clears throat> Anyways. I should have knocked. But it sounded silent until I opened the door, and then I was like, <laughs> and then I was like, I was, like, <laughs> I was gagging so much. I was like, "Oh God, I did not want to." Oh, this. relax. I I know. I don't get. I don't want to hear you either. So I totally. You know, I, I reminded my, when I heard a little, just a smidge. I was like, I was like, she's heard me before. It's okay. Like it's happened. Like just move on. Forget. Move on. Forget. Move on. Yeah, it's just. Well, you should put headphones on. Tbh. We should have a pair of noise-canceling headphones <gasps> for when the other's having sex. That's a great idea. Actually, that is a pretty good idea. Okay, well, what's anyone have any recommendations for good noise-canceling noise-canceling headphones? Anyways, I got to pee, so let's wrap this up. Anyways. Is there anything left to say about the sex party? No, it was great. Honestly, can't wait yeah. for the next one. And ten um, out of ten. Um, ten out of ten. And to my date, I had a great time. She loves you. Anyways, oh! uh, so <laughs> anyways. Guys, I hope you have a great rest of your day. Thank you for tuning in. Remember, approach your gender with tact (laughs) when you are going to try to play with a couple. With tact. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And don't forget, you can support us by shopping our links if you go to doubleteamedfam.com. Help a sister out. Sisters. Sisters. Yes, use our codes. Um, What else? 
Oh, Valentine's Day is coming up. Um, if y'all are doing anything cutesy or like fun and surprising for your boo, will y'all write in and tell us? Because I love love. And I love when people do thoughtful and cute things for people. And I know, it's so cute. It's been a long time since I've... It's been one week. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, you know, like, I don't know. I'm, I just... Valentine's Day is fun. So if you have anything fun planned, write in. I want to hear it. I want to I wanna get all giddy reading whatever, you know, you have I got planned. you a Valentine's Day gift. Okay. <laughs> Cammy over here was like, I got you a Valentine's Day gift. And I'm like great why are you telling me or no I said are you telling me so that I get you one and she was like absolutely and I was like well that kind of defeats the purpose however I figured it out Mm -hmm. because guess what we know each other better than anyone will ever know the other I can never lie to Nicole can never lie to each other it can never we just and the way and you know what you want to know how I found out we were talking about something and the way her voice changed in pitch ever so slightly, I was like, there's something, there's a, there's something here. And then I looked at her and she just kind of gave me like a, a smile, but I knew the kind of smile that it was. And I was like, oh, there's something here. And then I was like, wait, is that the Valentine's Day gift? And she was like, uh, yeah. See, and that's how you, like, for me, like, you, I can't lie. I'm really bad at lying. I'm bad, I'm bad at lying, And it's just, like, if you look at me and, like, just, I I can't. I I hope I am never, like, captured and put into interrogation. I would buckle so fast. I know. It'd be like, wow, that was five minutes. (laughs) Record time. (laughs) Two minutes. Anyways, so I got Cammy a Valentine's Day gift as well. Actually, we've been getting each other Valentine's Day gift for many years. Um, because at the end of the sad that I want the the guy that I like to do something nice for me for Valentine's Day. It is sad, yeah. Okay. (laughs) I mean, I hope he doesn't listen to this. (laughs) Uh, you deserve someone that would do something nice for you on Valentine's Day. In college, Nikki and my friend Lauren always did something for me for valentine's day cammy was single i was in a happy healthy relationship and so i wanted to make sure that cammy still felt loved and so i always sent her something you would send me like a gift or a card lauren would like bake me brownies and stuff yeah and get me flowers and don't forget like just because valentine's day is for you know meant for romantic love like love yourself not love but like show like you out (laughs) no but like show your platonic friends that you love love love. you know i think that's so important too and it's yeah yeah i when i when i think about the ways that i show love like probably some of the biggest receivers are my platonic friends mainly because that's like my outlet (laughs) so you know actually i was thinking about this and this might be very vulnerable to say um but when i was talking we were the guy and I, him and I were talking about um, uh, how we show love, you know, like love languages and how we receive, blah, blah, blah. And I remember I told him that um, one of the ways that I show love is acts of service. And for the people that I love, I love doing things for them that I know will like, you know, ease their day or whatever. But you and I have been living together for so long that like, I don't think... I do a lot of acts of service for you just because of the routine that we've gotten into in our domestic lives together. (laughs) Our domestic partnership. Yeah, our domestic (laughs) partnership. (laughs) And, And then it reminded me that, like, that I need to show you love more, too. And, you know, even though, like, we live together and we're business partners and we host this podcast together and we do everything together and we have the same friends and everything... I think I sometimes forget to show you love. So I've been more cognizant of ways that maybe I can do things for you. I you try know. to do that too. I so. try to remember like the other day when I went to go get gas for you because or or a couple of weeks ago I got gas for you because I knew you were going out of town or something. But then we weaponize it for each other because when we get mad at each other we'll be like, well I fucking got you gas earlier, bitch. And that's what I'm saying is that, like, sometimes we do weaponize it because, you know, like, we... When We're we get, married. When we get mad at each other. And I realized the other day that I was like, I need to do that less. I need to show you more love without weaponizing it. <laughs> or or when expecting we, 
when we or yeah or expecting something in return you know reciprocity whatever the fuck the word is you know because of like our daily routine yeah so I, i'm i'm trying to work on that yeah well it's like how you know i was gone for however many days and you did all the animal chores so i'm like trying to do all the chores now for you but and i appreciate that yeah anyways thanks anyways, guys for guys. tuning in have a great rest of your day and we will see you next time. My bladder's about to burst. Okay, bladder. Okay, bye. Bye. Oh.